0: Previously on What If World, Fred the Dog was left at home with Ginger and a house-sitter while his humans, Mr. Eric and Miss Karen, and the two kids, traveled for the holidays. Mr. Eric sent Fred on a scavenger hunt through past episodes in order to find the final what-if question. But instead of simply playing the clips, Fred chose to time travel to them, creating a time vortex paradox thing, you know, because of science. Dracomax came to save the day with his incredible dragon magic. But just then, Fred found the final what-if question from a patron named Tessa. What if Dracomax became a unicorn and lost his magic? And thus, all of What If World is doomed. Or is it? Thank you, baby recap. That was a very concise summary of how Fred nearly destroyed all of reality last week. Has it already been a week? You know the saying, time flies. When you are destroying it. I forgot to mention, we're the only four beings left in the present, thanks to Fred's Time Vortex. It's true. And if I hadn't conjured this armored marsupial pouch to carry around Baby Recap, who knows what might have happened to them. Speaking of which, may I get out of this pouch? It's really scaly and gooey. Exactly right, Recap. It's a draconic marsupial pouch. For extra magical protection. But if you want to hop out into the Time Vortex, I suppose you could. On second thought, maybe we should just hear the what-if questions. Our first question, floating in the timeless ruin of what-if world, is from a listener named Vivian. Hello, Mr. Eric. My name is Vivian, and I'm seven. And my what-if question is, what if Fred the dog rode a unicorn across the whole entire world? Bye. Hmm. Then hop on, Fred, if you must. Ah. But how does a quadruped ride another quadruped? Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll wrap my tongue around and around and around, Unicorn Max, so I don't fall off. <sighs> good point, Abacus. Yes, very good point, Abacus. Maybe I should give you another good point. Like the end of my unicorn horn. Or maybe we should just hear the patron question from Ash. Hi, Mr. Eric. My name is Ash, and I'm five years old. And my what if question is, what if Abacus P. Grumbler went on an adventure and created a dragon? Thank you, Mr. Eric. Guess I'm coming along for the ride. You can walk. That's more than fair. So, where to first, everybody? Nowhere. We're stuck in the swirling mist of time, and we don't have magic. Well, according to Ash's question, once I create a dragon, that'll probably fix everything. That is not what the question says. I a dragon! <laughs> Wasn't me. Hmm, seems my magic is a little weaker than usual. Maybe because you can never be relied upon in an emergency. I beg to differ. Papa Abacus never loses his cool. Except maybe that one time in Incredible. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Looks like we're headed into another clip. You're telling me this is a two-part clip episode? Will this nightmare never end? <laughs> Greetings, tis I, Abacus P. Grumbler, wizard, professor, and the first guest of Fred's show, Infredible. Oh, boy. Hey, Abacus, you just said that we could use your lawn for the first episode. Yes, exactly, because I was going to be your first guest. Presumably. Oh boy. Hey, Mr. Eric. Can you take Abacus aside and do one of those interviews? But really, you're just explaining to him that he's not the first guest? We're just using his lawn. Sure, but I'm pretty sure he just overheard all that. Okay, you go for it, Mr. Eric Abacus. I'll see you later. I remember handling that very well. You didn't. Let us find a clip of your failure. Oh, so now you're pro clip story. Pick a lane, DracoCorn. Papa Abacus, just cast a spell to save the universe. That'll show them how you handle stressful situations. Um, sure. I'll just need my work wand. This is my weekend wand, it can only save planets. Yay, we get to go to time again. Giddy up, DracoCorn. No one tells me in which direction to giddy. <laughs> And yet, I cannot help myself. No, Dracomax, not that way! Get it down! Get it down! (laughs) Hypio, what can I do to help you? I need to make my wand more powerful, so I can stop a wowser and teach him that there's more to searching than just destroying everything around you. Well, you've come to the right place. I think you just need a better wand. I mean, a big metal wrench. How is that magical at all? Abacus didn't realize, but he was actually asking Ambi's question. Why is your magic wand a wrench? Hey, stop interrupting Mister Eric. Sorry. Well, Abacus, I'm a sewer wizard. There's not just a one kind of magic in the world, you know. Oh, how short-sighted I've been. So you don't have, like, a better wrench or nothing? Oh, well, let, let me just see my wand collection here. Mumbled Abacus, opening his closet door to reveal. Thread? Oh, hi, Oh, Good thing you're here. I just found a a woodpecker pecking on your wand, so I was trying to chase them away with my teeth. But they just kept jumping from one wand to the other, so you know what was I supposed to do? Except chew all of my wands. Again. No, No, I'm not chewing your wand at all. (laughs) You're chewing my wand, you silly puppy. Oh, it's really hard on my teeth. Great. More chewed-up wand pieces. Can't you giddy right, Dracomax? I giddy where I please. Come on, Abacus, can't you just save us a little? I am starting to doubt he has the magic left to help us at all. How dare you doubt my papa? Why, he's got more magic in his little finger. He's not wrong, Recap. The older I get, the more I must rely on my wands for their magic. And wands get more expensive each year. Why do you think I work three jobs while also taking care of a baby? Uh Uh-oh, that time vortex is coming straight for us. Another clip already. Balloon rides. Get your hot air balloon rides all across what-if world. Cried Abacus P. Grumbler. Abacus, I thought you were a teacher. Uh, Not on the weekends. On the weekends, I sell hot air balloon rides across What If World. I also work for the government. You know, you'd think all of it put together, I'd be making more money. I thought you just liked balloon rides because J.F. Cat is afraid of balloons. That's one reason, yes. But I also want to make sure I have a little extra money each year to get a gift for Baby Recap. They ask for so little. <coughs> Your story has brought shame to me, Abacus. I shall win you a wand at the card casino, Plus, all of the presents Recap could ever want. And maybe a stick for me? <laughs> and a stick for Fred. Nice. Mr. Mauser was dealing out cards to Leo, Marshall Mallow, and Dracomax. What are you doing here? I finally found a game it's okay for boys to play as much as they want. Excuse me? We cannot play as much as we want. We have to play in moderation. Oh no, boy by double. No, no, no. That's right. We also have to be inclusive when we play. (laughs) Oh, wait. I forgot you cannot win fabulous fortunes at the card Yeah, we should all get what we need without having to take from each other. Says the dog who has eaten more of my wands than I can count. Are you calling me selfish? Well, if the dog collar fits. I'll show you selfish. Here's all of the emergency monies Mr. Eric gave me while he's gone. One dollar. Unbelievable. Yep. One dollar. And I can keep the whole thing? Wouldn't be much of a gift otherwise. Oh, Fred. It's an ifmus miracle! A dollar! I'm going to the store right now! Just watch out for time for oh, it, too late. And the cloth backdrop over the sign fell off, revealing the words that said... "Buckaroo." everything store. Wow. Buckaroo's everything store. Oh, I have need of everything. Well, not all at once, but you know, one thing at a time until I've got it all, said Abacus B. Grumbler. He was a wizard, and a very curious sort. He always wanted to learn new things. So, naturally, he wanted to be the first person in to Buckaroo's <laughs> Wait, what has happened? Did I buy a wand? No, when you stepped into the store, you stepped out of the time vortex. Is it just me, or do the time travel rules here make no sense? Just go through again, Abacus. I'll be right behind you. No way the two of us get mixed up together. Yes, you two are the dream team. Thanks, Draco No, wait! My vocal cadence makes me bad at conveying sarcasm. <laughs> Well, let's get out of here before this window shopping turns into real shopping. got to pinch those pennies, you know. Oh, yeah, I think I've done my spare shopping for the day. I'm pretty good. Okay, goodbye, store. Bye. Uh... And with Abacus and the land octopus, everyone else just started sort of wandering away, leaving buckaroos with little choice but to (laughs) follow after them. Oh, I don't think many people made it inside. Why don't you come peruse the many aisles? I have everything you might need. Yeah, hey, yeah, so I hear that you're giving away everything that we need today, so I'm just going to take, like, a submarine, you know, one that can go on land and under the sea, and maybe it can fly, and just fill that submarine full of sticks, like jerky sticks, you know, with extra stick juice inside of them. (laughs) We did it! We got a submarine full of sticks! Huzzah! Oh, brother. Yes, we should call them the Daydream Team, because they are easily distracted. I'll have you know daydreaming is very healthy and helps us discover new connections and creative solutions. And I suppose daydreaming and a submarine will save us from our horrible fate. Did someone say horror? Not exactly. Fred, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Basketball Basketball of horrors! What in all of time are you talking about? Don't interrupt them. They have a process. (laughs) And Cuthuncle shrunk down to the size of a basketball. A basketball of horrors. Sure. And then Fred flung him through the window. (laughs) Ow! Did I just get struck by a basketball of horrors? Yes. Well, good. I need your help. I've been trying to distract the snake, but there's a student here who I haven't been able to get out. Is it one of the ones I don't like? What? I, why does that matter? Ah, never mind. I'm here. I might as well save them. But beware, we are, Cuthuncle, for I use the last of my magic to conceal the child. They are hidden so deeply that even I cannot divine where they are. You may never find them, unless of course you have the help of some kind of psychic reptile but have you checked this closet uh, which closet though? the one that's shaking as if someone's stuck inside got opened the door and out tumbled Z-Z. Z-Z. quick I'll hold the time vortex you stuffed ZZ in the submarine what gotcha <laughs> that was your big idea You mean getting the help of one of my amazing students? Oh, I thought we were all just gonna play Squid Skip together. (laughs) That's why I grabbed a basketball of horrors. Okay, looks like you all plunged What If World into a time vortex. Exactly right, ZZ. Where is that basketball anyway? And Draco Max lost his magic because he's a unicorn? How did she know it was me? You're stuck in the submarine. So I am. So I am. And Abacus has been using his magic to shield Baby Recap. (laughs) Otherwise, he would have fixed everything immediately. Well, what? well, two out of three deductions right isn't bad, Zizi. You could have saved us all right away. I'm sorry. The effects of time vortexes on babies aren't well documented. Papa Abacus, I'm touched. Your squishy marsupial pouch is all the gift I'll ever need. Yeah, yeah, and there's no place like home. We all learned a lesson. Get us out of here, ZZ! No problem for you a minute. Just, um, looking through the vortex. (laughs) Now, Fred, you need to step back into time right... Here. The moment after you stepped out of the studio. I'm really good at stepping. Then Draco Max is never a unicorn, and we're all back in our proper times. Yes, but what about Ash's question? I'm supposed to create a dragon! Well, yeah, you did. It's climbing out of your marsupial pouch right now. I am the Kragen, formed when a basketball of horrors fell inside a draconic marsupial pouch. Um, so does Kragen disappear when we fix time? No, for I am a creature of the time vortex. I can change what-if world in ways you cannot possibly imagine. But someone else will certainly imagine it in the form of a what-if question. Wow, what a dramatic development. Yes, woe befall any who've skipped this Clip Show episode and its major plot points. Quick, Fred, step back into your time. We'll hold off the Kraken. Okay, I just hope I don't forget everything the moment I step back into... Th- Well, Ash and Vivian, that was a fun scavenger hunt Mr. Eric sent us on, huh? And all without ever leaving the studio. Aren't clip shows so nice and boring and safe? (laughs) That's a funny maniacal laughing sound I wonder where it's coming from Anyway Folks at home Check us out at Patreon.com Slash What If World For ad free episodes A shout out on the show And even bonus episodes I'd like to thank Mr. Eric and Miss Karen Our co-creators Who I know are missing me terribly And a thank you to our producer Miss Lynn For another awesome year Of What If Worlding Craig Martinson for our theme song and all you kids at home who know that if you have more than enough, it might be time to give a little to someone else. And until we meet again, keep Keep wondering. wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a joyful laugh.